Welcome back to the Where's Your Head At Hotline, our weekly show where we catch up with each other and connect with you all on our hotline voicemail. We want to hear from you guys, so please send your stories, questions, advice, or tea to Where's Your Head At Pod at gmail.com to be featured on one of our episodes. I'm Anna. And I'm Matt. Let's jump in. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, Anna. How are you feeling today? I'm 31, having fun. Don't look a day over 30. <laughs> Don't look a day. <laughs> we celebrated my birthday on the weekend. Yes. We, we, all, we all went to Red Hill. Yes, it was a nice winery down there. Well, we went to two wineries, actually. We did. We went to Montalto and we went to Point Leo Estate. Both incredible. Yes. So much fun. You stayed down there as well with Michael? I did. We stayed at the Landsmore in Red Hill and we had like the most amazing experience there. It was so nice. The grounds are amazing. It was just very romantic. I just was like, you know, when you romanticize your life, you know how yeah. they say like on those TikTok videos, like romanticize your life. And it was just like was so nice they had a cellar door at the hotel and they were playing like I don't know the type of music that I like like Jack Botts or like Ziggy Alberts type of slow I don't know you I know, know the that, exact you know that vibe, type of vibe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we like walked over there and it was just like so chill and I was like this is heaven like this is gorgeous and you had some wines while you're down there had some vinos I, mm-hmm. we kind of were getting into a bit more like winter fashion as well had like a big jacket on boots <sighs> sounds like, great oh, by the fire how, like oh how, how good is a staycation with your partner doing that stuff I love it when you're talking about it the other day I was like oof that sounds so good yeah I literally got home back to Melbourne and my dad was like where were you staying I want to stay there <laughs> he like literally booked the same place because he was like was it actually good and I was like it was incredible definitely go there so my parents have already booked <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> that the came, same spot they need a romantic getaway do they yeah yeah but anyway I'm 31 yeah so how is it feeling 31 now you know what? I was actually like completely fine with it. And you know how I said like my friend Sarah had a bit of a wobble with turning 31 because like she was kind of like, well, turning 30, like, you know, there's all of the, you know, buzz and excitement and the parties and like you kind of get lost in like the excitement of it all. Um, and then she was a bit like worried about turning 31. For me, I didn't feel it until the very night before, <laughs> so mm. the last night of being 30. And then I was like, shit, this is the last time I'm going to be able to say I'm 30. So I made Michael ask me like 10 times that night. I made him ask me how old I am. So he'd be like, how old are you? And I was like, I'm 30. (laughs) And I literally did it like 10 times because I was like, I just want to get it in like one last time. So there was no (laughs) real like anxiety like around. It was just like turning another year older. The normal anxiety you get like every year when you're like, fuck. (laughs) what happened to the last year of my life? Where the yeah, fuck did that, that go? But that's what I said to Michael. I'm like, what have I done when I'm 30? Like, what what have I achieved? Like, we have me and you. Like, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to mm-hmm. keep, like, pushing forward and doing all this stuff. And he's like, babe, you've done so much. Like, the podcast is doing amazing. You've almost hit 2 million listens, which we're going to celebrate soon. You know, he's like, you got engaged at 30. I was like, oh, yeah, I did too. <laughs> um, I actually saw a TikTok the other day and it was um, – are you from, do you watch Friends? Yeah, I've watched it here and there, but I wouldn't be able to, like, quote I, you. Yeah, I, I loved it growing up and, like, watched it all the time. But it was saying how they – the show started in – they were, like, 25. Yeah. And then so it finishes when they're 35. So it's just real, like – 
perception of how or like how you how your life is in like growing up to your 30s and how where they start to where they finish and it was yeah. pretty much saying like you don't need to stress shit like their life starts to come at the end and it's still not this shit isn't sorted out and they're like 35 yeah so you know 100%. what i mean yeah so there was no real str- they're like saying don't stress about your age and where your life is and that so that was a good tiktok i was like ah. Oh. Maybe I shouldn't, even though I'm 27. Um, Something, a quote that I love about aging the most is that quote where it says, you're never going to be as young as you are today. I love that because I'm like, yeah, maybe 31 to some people does sound old, right? And that's fine. I can handle that. But to me, this is the youngest I'm ever going to be. And like, I love that. Speaking of that, actually, my sister said on the weekend, my dad was telling a story how he accidentally introduced my younger brother to someone as Matthew. And Lara's like, how'd you get an eight-year-old mixed up with Matthew who's nearly 30? And I was like, fuck, I'm nearly 30. So I nearly, I had that like thing. Do you know what I mean? That like realisation. Yeah, that realisation that I'm nearly 30. But I'm fine. I'm just two years off. <laughs> <laughs> when do you turn 28 um, again in June? July. July, that's right. So a couple of months off that as well. Yeah. It's exciting. There's not. There's nothing to be anxious about when it comes to birthdays. Like I just think, like embrace it. Like, what's the point of being stressed out? Michael's mum told me a really good. It's like a quote, and she was like, "Why worry about something twice?" And that's like the thing about anxiety, right? Why worry about it twice if it's actually going to happen in the end, and you're going to have all the stress of it? Should I tell you my recommendation now? I was going to save on. it. Go uh, for it. Okay, so it's so funny you say that, and this is not planned, guys. My recommendation is i saw this tiktok and yeah. the expression it was eat the frog in the like yeah <laughs> what? so it means that um every day you ha- pretend you have to eat a frog and that's the task that you don't want to do so you know you don't want to eat a frog who wants to eat frogs Not you know me. no one wants to so it was like as like do that task that you don't want to do first thing in the morning because or first thing when you wake up because then you do it, that's shit. But if you say, like, you wait to do it, you're then like stressing yourself out and punishing yourself all day till you do it. Oh, I really like that. So you're worrying about it twice. So, like, the expression was like, eat the frog first thing in the morning. So Love that's what it. I've been doing, like, going on runs and shit that I don't want to do as soon as I wake up because I'm getting it out of the way. Matt and I on Thursday are going to be at Federation Square in Australia's tiniest bar serving drinks. And what I have, have to, to do? well, I'm just thinking personally, we have to both do an RSA to oh, do that. Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking about the RSA and whilst you were saying that, I'm like, fuck, I should have done it before I got here because yeah. I really don't want to do so, it today. So now if you've done it first thing in the morning, it would be out. You've, so you've punished yourself once by doing that. And then you don't, now you're punishing yourself all day, stressing about it. I really am. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck with the RSA. We were talking about it before. Matt did it. He I, said it was I ate that not frog. Ideal. I ate the frog and got you it done. You ate the frog. Matt's leading by example over here and we're loving it for a for a bright and early start to our morning. Great info by Matt here. So that's the, that's my recommendation is eat the frog first thing in the morning. Well, anyway, yes. it's engagement party week it for is. me. It's been a big build-up. It's been a really big build-up. I feel like I started with the build-up on my socials too early because now I'm just like, I just want it to be here. But, yeah. Everything organised? Everything's organised. I have DJ booked in. We have a sax player from, like, 10 till 12. These bongos. We have the, yeah, we have the bongos <laughs> the from bongo. the DJ, if you listened last week. <laughs> yeah. You had a 360 camera, you were We have me? a 360 camera, which is very exciting. I've never done that. Well, 
we'll be doing one <laughs> no, on I've, the night. Yeah, I've never done it. Is it like – it spins pretty fast. I've watched people do it, it yeah. doesn't it? And then you're like – Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have yeah. to like to practice in the mirror just so it's like on point. I'm sure you'll have your Zoolander on. I'll be looking good. For the 360 worry. camera. But, yeah, I'm just super excited. I think my parents are going to say a little something. Michael's parents are going to say something. And then me and Michael will say something, which I'm a little bit stressed about because like – Eat the frog. Do it first. As soon as <laughs> There's a lot of frogs there. for me to yeah, eat yeah, this do it week. As soon as you get there. <laughs> so, like, we're gonna say a few words each. Michael wants us to like prepare them separately and then say them together. But I was like, what happens if like you repeat yourselves? We both say the same thing, which we have a very similar personality, so we definitely could do that. I don't know. I'm just like a little bit nervous about it because obviously, like I said, a bit of a speech at my birthday. On, for my 30th and that was fine because it is what it is. But when you're like oh, yeah. declaring your love in front of all the people you oh, love. Oh, so you're declaring your – you're not – I was – We're not declaring our love but we're going to say something like kind of nice about each other. I was I was expecting it more <laughs> to be like around everyone else being there and all that sort of stuff. But if you're doing it to each other, that's intense. No, no, no. Like we will we'll be like thank you everyone for coming, blah, blah, blah. Like your vows. No, it's not going to be vows. I'm just going to be – I'm just going to say like, you know – Michael is the love of my life. You know, all of that kind of thing. Can't wait to spend the rest of my life with you. Yeah. You're a year off getting married, aren't you? I am. 13 months of oh, off okay, getting married. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought it was this time of year. But let's not go to that. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's talk re- about let's the engagement <laughs> first. Yeah. And also my dresses will be going on sale on Sunday with my collaboration that I've done with Helen O'Connor, which I'm so excited about. Oh, I've seen me. all of them now and they look insane. Sent me a video of one of them from the back. It looked pretty good. It was pretty epic. Is hey? that one you're wearing on the day? Yeah. So how many you decide to wear? I think three, but like two at the party and one for the after party type of vibe. Don't laugh. You go all four. All I know. Four. They're all Damn amazing. It. So I'm, I'm, I still haven't decided which one I won't wear. But yeah, very excited about those dresses. Keep an eye out on my socials if you don't follow me. And make sure you do so that you can see those. Yes, very keen for your engagement party this weekend. I was thinking about having a weekend sober, but... <laughs> I'm paying per head. So, so I mean. I'm going to have to drink those Aperols. <laughs> well, it was that. And then I've, I was like, then I've got like a footy, our 10-year reunion the next week. Then I've got another engagement party for my mates. Just it's never ending, is it, this time of year? I'm very age. sorry that I'm <laughs> interfering with your life to invite you to my engagement party. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. I, like I said, I'm excited. I'm like What I was trying to say was I'm excited. Let's not pass out on a park bench this time. I have a question for you. Whoa. Go. Because obviously after my 30th where you passed out on a park bench, you would have had a lot of anxiety. And on the weekend. Well, I lost my phone. <laughs> on the weekend that has just gone for my 31st birthday, there was a lot of alcohol intake. Did you have any anxiety? I actually wasn't too bad. I, like I told you when you guys were pouring me a wine at the start, I was like, I'm not going to drink wine. Um, yeah. Wine makes me. Loopy. Loopy drunk. Yeah, <laughs> not like fun, like crazy white girl, woo, drunk. So I was like, maybe not. So I had a couple of beers, but then we did the wine tasting. Yeah. And then we went on to um, the next winery where I had maybe two glasses. A couple of wines. A couple yeah. of wines, nothing. So I wasn't too bad. Were you anxiety? I was a little bit, but like not too much. But I was talking to Michael. I was like, why do we get anxiety? Like, what is it? And I think the reason we get anxiety vibes after drinking is because we're in REM sleep. So our in the rapid eye movement sleep. So you don't actually get a proper 
good night's sleep. So have you ever woken up from drinking and you're just like so exhausted and you're like, I've had eight hours. Like, why am I, why am I sleepy? And I think that's why. So anyway, I'll probably be in REM sleep next Sunday after my engagement. Oh yeah, party. same. Yeah. Hey, I got one for you. Yeah. What hangover would you rather? Anxiety or vomiting all day? I'm going to say anxiety. Okay. Because I'll take some ashwagandha stress relief tablets. <laughs> Fair enough. Anxiety or um, that headache that lingers all day in the back of your head? Anxiety. Okay. No, nah, actually, I'd take I'd take the headache. But, like take but you can't get rid of it. And you can't get rid of the anxiety. Anxiety. Okay. But you can take ashwagandha stress relief medication for... The anxiety. Like, you don't I have to endure them. I hate that headache all day. I hate that headache. I had I a migraine. Actually, speaking of, I haven't even touched on this. So, on my birthday, on my actual birthday, I this got a migraine. Right. Yeah. So, literally, my whole 31st birthday I spent in bed. I went to my hairdresser's, got my hair blow waved for me to then lie in bed. And then the next day, I woke up and I had a UTI. So, I don't know what is going on with my body. I spoke to you guys about how I was on this like health journey. I literally didn't have a UTI for the whole year. And then all of a sudden I go to Hamilton Island, get one UTI. And since then it's been downhill, downhill. Like what is wrong with my body? It actually concerns me. Like I think about it and I'm like, fuck, like. Do you reckon you need to get that surgery? What the wee hole opening surgery? Maybe. I mean, fuck, I will take anything at this point. Matt's like cringing. But like, seriously, like it actually is a concern of mine. I'm like, imagine if I was to one day get pregnant and I just have all these like. Would you get UTIs while being pregnant? Well, I mean, if I did, are you allowed to take antibiotics? Like, you know, there's lots of, there's lots of questions, question marks around that. It's just, it's, it does give me a lot of anxiety. I said that it might be the underwear you're wearing. Like yeah, Matt material. said that to me, and I was like, "He's no, he no, goes, no, no, hey. no." Yeah. <laughs> that, what did I say? Matt I was, goes, oh. "Maybe you should change your underwear," and I was like, "Excuse <laughs> me." That's right. I'm like, "You think I don't change my underwear, you sicko?" It, then I no, then I had to recorrect myself, and I was like, "No, change like the material or like the way the maybe well, the g strings." I don't know. Yeah, so we were thinking like, and when I say we were thinking, Matt said it, and I was like, "Maybe I should go from g string." Because I'm a G-string wearer, like I don't wear anything else. If I move into like nanny underwear, not nanny underwear, but what would you call it? Like a full brief. Normal underwear. Well, yeah. Everyday underwear. And don't yeah. get like polystyrene or no, not polystyrene. You need cotton. cotton. You need yeah, cotton. Proper material. Proper cotton, yeah. Maybe it's the, um, the fabric softener or something using as well. I just feel like more like, uh, and this is like a random chat, but like I feel more comfortable in a G-string. Like it's just like. What oh, I'm used to. I don't know any girl that really isn't. Com- well, that that I've known that just always wear g-strings. And then it's They're like so annoying, it. like wearing nanny underwear. Not nanny. I'm gonna start stop calling them nannies. I call them I, like what? I call them pure like nanny underwear for like when I'm on my period, I'll wear them because like obviously you know. Yeah. If I decide to wear a pad at night or something, I would just call it normal underwear briefs. So, yeah, you know, like just no, not trunks. Tiny whities, tiny whities. Anyway, anyway, I maybe that there is something in that, and like at this point, like I'll do anything. Like I said, could be the fabric softener or something you're using as well. That's not. It's fucking up your pH. Is that what causes you them? 
No, it's about it's about like bacteria getting into your wee hole. Then it wee could hole. be like the, the I don't know, causes. which can happen during sex. But I wee straight after sex. I even shower after sex because yeah, the doctor good. said that that's like the best way to make sure that you don't get a UTI. Even if it's like a middle of the night sort of like tap well, on the shoulder, poke in the back. You get up and you get up and shower after poke that. Poke in the back, you sicko! What is wrong with you? How else do you initiate <laughs> it when you're both asleep? I mean, having like doing like um, having sex during like your sleep is actually like kind of fun. It's the best. It's one of the best. It's not one of the best, but it's like it's good. Yeah. Then you're like, did that happen? Well, hotel sex is probably up there. Yeah, hotel sex is a vibe, and it's the best. You know that you're just those four walls don't ever have to see you again. <laughs> so you can let them see things, and they're probably seen worse. To be fair. <laughs> And what you're about so to what, give So you just like go for gold. You're just loud as they come in a hotel room. Yeah. Hotel sex is different gravy. I think you've heard me having sex before. When? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Did I say something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway. Great place to be at loud. Look, this is a weird chat. Oh, speaking of anxiety, I actually, on the weekend, I actually got up early because I had my brother's first game of football. How was that? <laughs> oh, look. <laughs> what? Look, I love good quality football. And well, like he's nine. Under nines, so. under nines play. It's not the best. There were some good passages of play. Don't get me wrong. There was some. How did your brother do? It was great. It was his first game. So he was a bit like. <laughs> Say he was good right now. He was good. For his first game, he was good. I mean, okay. he could have gone in harder to get the ball. Um, he had a good kick on him. He had a good Did you kick. give him this feedback after the game? Oh, no, no, no. I'll save it for when he's not. When he's 10, <laughs> yeah. not 9. No, no, no. And I'll let him just <laughs> run around now. But I would like to jump on this platform and use this to have a formal apology. I got a bit carried away in the heat of the moment of the game. With who? The opposition, the umpires. <laughs> but nah. I'll, I would like to start by apologising to number 33 from the Ashy Redbacks. You are not a Magoo. Um, <laughs> Did you call a child a Magoo? Are you okay? I said, and, um, and that was a clear push in the back and it should have been paid, um, but I'm sorry for calling you that. Also like to apologise to the umpire. Oh, my God, Matt, you're actually not normal. <laughs> you do Surely not need not. to go get your eyes checked. <laughs> I'm sorry if this is just your volunteering, but maybe get someone that knows the rules of AFL. Nah, you – I'm actually shocked. I'm a passionate fan for the game and for my brother, it's and if someone's un- going to push him in the back, I'm going to get revved up. It's under nines. You need to take a deep, deep breath. You need to take a long, hard look at yourself. If you're watching your brother get pushed in the back, wouldn't you get razzed? It's for fun. They're nine. They don't even keep score. That exactly. If they're not even keeping score, what are you getting all up and about about? Well, I can't. You know score. what? To be fair, well, okay, you can keep score on your own. But the thing is, is I have noticed that you do somewhat get mildly aggressive whilst driving. So hearing you talk about when the did fact, I get aggressive driving? You know what? I was so good at road rage for so long. And then, it, no, and then I think because I'm no, getting no, older, no, no. I'm getting grumpier. No. No, you're 27. I can absolutely not accept that. I'm not going to accept that. You can't be so good at road rage. You just have to shut up and accept that people on the road 
are at different skill sets at driving and never to let anyone disturb your peace. That's my recommendation to you. Don't let anyone. Okay. So the next time. Especially in child's football. So next time I see my brother get clearly pushed in the back. Take a breath. In through the nose, out through the mouth. Do not say anything disrespectful to anyone, especially not the fucking umpire. What do you think this is? Yeah, okay. I mean, it's. Uh, I just I can't believe it. I, can't I get too it. into my footy. I, I, I love my brother. I love watching footy. I love, you know, just watching a fair game of football. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Guys, hit us up on our Facebook page. I think we need to give a mad a taste of some medicine because I just think it's not right. Can't you can't go to a children's game of football and get up and about? Yeah, I mean, they love to see it. The, the coach, <laughs> like people, were laughing. Like it's a good game of football, but it's not about you, is it? No, it's, it's not about, about you it's getting about, a laugh. It's not about getting a pop from everyone watching. <laughs> it's about you know focusing on the game. Okay, really quickly, I have a recommendation. It was yesterday that me and Michael binge watched a show. Highly recommend. It was actually recommended by my brother to my parents. My parents watched it and then they recommended it to Michael and I. Oh, so it's good then. And we watched six episodes yesterday during our little hangover. Is that a full series? No, there's actually like 10 episodes, but it's- So it's healthy. It's it's amazing. It's called The Night Agent. Incredible. It's action packed. I'm actually not a big action person. But I could definitely get around it. It's on Netflix, yeah. On Netflix, I've seen it come up in my suggested. It's like number three in TV shows at the moment. Have you seen the Bodyguard on Netflix? It's sort of like that. It's something like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I liked that, so maybe I have to give it a whirl. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just watching movies at the moment. I'm not investing in TV shows. Just trust me. I wasn't either. And here I am giving the biggest recommendation to you. Also, I finished watching the show that I recommended last week, which was Maestro in Blue. Oh, my God. Like, I just want to discuss it so badly on the podcast. Did you ever get around to watching that? No, I haven't. I haven't. You were speaking about it at your birthday and you sort of got me convinced to watch it. It's also just so good because, like, obviously you're coming to my wedding in Corfu, Greece, and some of it is filmed there. So it's, like, nice to see kind of the area. It's also filmed in Paxos and Michael and I were talking about the fact that we're going to Greece in August and we were like, fuck it, should we go to Paxos? Just because we'd seen how beautiful yeah, it yeah, is there. Yeah. And like they take boats out together and like, you know, make sweet love on the boat. It's hot. Anyway. Good. Is it soft porn? Is it good? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's some, you see some stuff. What stuff? <laughs> you know, bit of, bit of boob. It's, it's pretty hot. It's actually very like, you know how when you like watch a steamy sex scene and then your sex life like really like gets you in the mood. Yeah. That that happens in Maestro and Blue. Definitely give it a whirl then. Definitely give I'll it a whirl. Definitely give it a whirl. I'll let you know if I do it in the next week. <laughs> okay, well on that note, let's jump into our hotline. Hello, you've reached Anna and Matt. We can't get to the phone right now. But please leave us a message on our hotline after the beep. Okay, so this first hotline is anonymous. Hello, Matt and Anna. I've been on your show before in the worst date ever hotline. I just wanted to share another experience I've had. So before I met my current partner, I was using dating sites, specifically Tinder, and I was talking to a lot of people, like a lot. And unfortunately, I didn't listen to what you learn in school and I didn't listen Mm -hmm. to... 
what your parents tell you. And I was like a bit of late to the game. So I first had sex when I was 20, so yep. almost 21. So I felt a bit behind on it all. So when it came to talking to guys, <clears> I <throat> had never had a boyfriend and it was all new to me. So I kind of went overboard. I loved the attention. I loved talking to heaps of people. And then after a while, like after meeting people, um, you know, having one night stands, I would always feel pretty shitty about myself. Ultimate goal was to find a boyfriend, but I just went about it the wrong way. And I think that a lot of um, young women, like, don't understand, like, that you can lose respect for yourself pretty quickly um, because that attention feels great. But I wasn't happy in myself. But anyway, I didn't respect myself enough. I was meeting heaps of people for the wrong reasons and I justified it that I was going to find someone. And luckily when I met my partner, we've been together a year. Look, I spoke a lot about this because his friend had called him and said that him and a few guys from their cricket group were talking and like I'd sent nudes to them or something. Um, and so I'd already spoken to him about this early on because I did talk to a lot of people. And anyway, that was sort of over with my partner and I like have a discussion and we talked it through and he's been really supportive of me. And then a couple of weeks ago, there was a fake account on Facebook that added him with my name and it added me as well, but I didn't add it back. And it sent him a message saying, hey, do you want my pictures? And I'm not sure the conversation he had with them. He told me that someone had messaged and then he would deal with it. I know they said that they were going to put my pictures on Pornhub. <gasps> if it's illegal. He That's illegal. tried to do anything about it. And I don't know the rest of the conversation, but basically my partner dealt with it and then this person deleted all the accounts. Something changed. Who does that? And I just want to put out a warning for people because I don't know who did it. I talked to way too many people when I had Tinder because it was so accessible and so easy. And I just want some awareness around it that everyone should be respecting themselves. You are amazing. You do deserve someone great. And... If you've ever felt like you're not getting anywhere with dating sites, just delete them. Work on yourself first. Know your worth and know that no matter what, you shouldn't be putting yourself in dangerous situations. You deserve to go on dates and try and find the one. There are amazing people out there. I have found someone so amazing and I am so incredibly lucky. And despite all of this, that he's heard about my past, he is still here. So don't settle for anything less and don't put yourself out there just because you think that you'll never find anyone and all that guys want is sex. Because a lot of people on Tinder do just want that, but there are people out there who are better. Wow, what a powerful... This is probably the most powerful voicemail we've had. Thank you so much for sending that in. Um, First of all, I agree completely with what she's saying about the one-night stand. So, like... I was under the mentality as well, like one night stands, like, you know, quantity over quality for a lot of my life. And Mm. I'm now under the opinion of, no, like you don't need to do that. You don't need that validation or like, is it reassurance or valid? I think it's more validation from just random people, like random girls, random guys, whoever you're sleeping with. 
Because like you would wake up the next day and nine times out of ten they're leaving pretty quickly if they haven't already left. Yeah. And you're just left there being like, well, fuck, like yeah. now what sort of thing, you know what I mean? And you question yourself and you're, you ask yourself, am I good enough? Like what did I do wrong, et cetera, et cetera. And, yeah, I think it, it – don't, don't get me wrong. Like a one-night stand can be fun here and there, but like – it, after a while, if you're doing them over and over again, and you're tr- and you're actually actively trying to find a partner, yeah, it, and, and you're looking in the wrong places, you're looking in low value places. You're also sending the universe the wrong signals of what yeah. you want because you're kind of basically saying that you want something quick and fun and easy and like I'm like single and young, wild and free, but then you're wanting something with substance and something that would take some time to like invest in and yeah. curate. So like sleeping with just a random person, I, like sometimes it works and sometimes it works, but the chances are that that person is looking for a one night stand as well. Take yeah. it from a guy's opinion. They're not wanting anything more. So you're looking in low value places for low value experiences. But they could like when I say low value, I mean like it's not going to, Get you it doesn't serve you. Doesn't serve you in totally. the long run. It's a quick fix of uh, serotonin or dopamine, and it's good. Like I said, if people want to do that, they can. But if you're looking for, like the girl said, a real relationship um, and further with someone, it's just not going to happen. Doing that, I don't feel it's so hard though, as well, right? Because like you know, when you are single, you are kind of chasing that serotonin or dopamine here. Like you do need it. It's part of like being human. We all search for it and want it. Some more than um, others. Some more than others. And I think like her message is so great to remind people to always value yourself and, you know, put yourself first. Because like she said, if you, you know, sleep with one too many people, deep down inside it can feel a little empty and it can you do become a bit of a shell of yourself and if you don't feel respected by other people not that other people's like opinions of you should have any you know and it should affect your self-esteem or self-respect but like it does kind of affect it in a way she did say and like your partner now is probably a stronger man than i am she said that um he's teammates of his have have nudes of her that's a hard one he's a bigger man than i am to accept that you don't think you could accept that you've got like your teammates like the thing is is i think if you meet the like the one the person who you're going to spend forever with then maybe you maybe you would accept it who's to say that you wouldn't i mean yeah it's not an ideal situation and like also, just like a PSA to anyone listening, like be very careful if you if you are like wanting to send nudes, be very careful because once someone has these images of you, you can't take them back and you don't know who they've sent it to. If everyone sends that image to just one person, just one. Well, that would be everyone. Then it, it news travels fast, basically. Yeah. I mean, I've never sent a nude with my face in it to like – even a boyfriend. Like I remember my first ex-boyfriend used to hound me for nudes, hound me. Please send me a nude. I really like want to have a picture of you on my phone. And I would be like, no, you get to fucking experience a real life thing. You're welcome. And like, no, you're not going to have an image of me. And like, I'm so glad that my younger self did that because like just even thinking about like, where could that image have gone? Well, um, it's scary stuff. Someone to have. Yeah. And I agree that like somebody, 
the page, the Facebook page, like saying they're going to put it on Pornhub. It's very scary stuff. It's, it's illegal. illegal. Totally. It's completely illegal. illegal. Seek legal advice if somebody does that to you because that's, that's it's not like on. It's like revenge porn It is well. revenge porn. It is, yeah. yeah. Um, my, my opinion, though, is like who would want – if they had a – like it's just respect. I would never send something on if someone sent me on. Like that's just fucked. I think it's just respect, just genuine. How many respect. people have dick pics from you with your face just, in it? Oh, face with your face in it. Yeah, I couldn't just. I don't know if I've done face to my exes. Maybe, maybe to your fa- to maybe, your exes. Maybe to my exes. Yeah. yeah, but not random. No, I don't. Wouldn't really go out of my way to send one. Like what? Yeah, there's really no need to send them. Like. I mean, personally, like, to our Where's Your Head Out fam, I would probably just say don't send them. Like, there's really no need. If if you really feel like it's necessary, at least at a bare minimum, do not have your face in them because it's very dangerous. I reckon and it's circumstantial. Circums- circumstantial. Circumstantial. Yeah, circumstantial. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. Let's not yeah. take away from a serious moment. It's circumstantial. Yeah, yeah. Like Circumstantial. That they should um, – you should judge it, like, who the person is, not to anyone just off – like Tinder, and don't feel pressured into sending them either. Okay, so our next caller on the hotline is Annie. Hi, Matt and Anna. Hi, Annie. Um, I have a oh. weird first date story. So um, I was working at this job, and this older woman who I worked with wanted to set me up with her son. Uh, so I okay. said yes because she was a nice person. And so he invited me over to his place for dinner. And normally I wouldn't do that on a first date to a stranger, but I knew his mum, so I figured it was fine. Anyway, cut to the first date. I rock up at his house and turns out he still lives at home. And so I had dinner with him and my colleague. (laughs) On our first date, we didn't go out again. (laughs) That's not ideal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, This goes back to the other hotline as well, and I have a very strong opinion on this. Don't shit where you eat. Yeah, keep it separate. Keep it it's separate. too awkward. Yeah, like don't just, yeah, like I've always said this, like don't, are you have a friends with like single friends? You know what I mean? Just don't I know what you expand mean. out from like people you sort of know because it can make for, fuck, like imagine going to work after There's having <laughs> dinner with your work colleague and her son. That was meant to be a date. There's billions of people in the world steer far away from people in your close circles like your work yeah. friends your friendship groups what i was trying to say was yeah your friends friends your, your friends your friends as boyfriends as group yeah like, that doesn't need to be touched either like your siblings boyfriends group friends group <laughs> like you know just just let it like let it yes expand your horizon and how fun is it when you meet someone and like they don't know anyone that you know and you just get to totally form your own perception of them and just like really get to know them without like other people's like input like I remember once I met this guy and he had a very bad reputation terrible reputation in fact and when I first went on a date with him I probably had about three or four girls being like watch out for him he's the biggest fuck boy he's gonna fuck you over he does this on dates he does that on dates and like there was so much like cloudiness around him and I think I actually remember bringing it to his attention and I was just like look you don't have the best reputation like a lot of people are telling me to avoid you and he was like you know I think it was part of his like little 
you know, charm, being like so shocked that people would say that, oh my God, what? They would say that about me? I can't believe it. Now in hindsight, I realise that they were all very, very correct. But in the same breath, it's nice to meet someone where you don't have to listen to to the opinions. Form your own. Yeah, you formulate your own opinion of someone. And I think as well, like we've brought, we've spoken about it on the podcast before. If you say to someone like, oh, are you a fuck boy? Well, then in their mind, they're going to be like, well, she thinks I'm a fuck boy, so I might as well act like one. Whereas like if you kind of have high expectations of someone like, oh, you're an amazing guy, then in their mind they go, oh, she thinks I'm an amazing guy, so I'm going to show her how much of an amazing guy I can really be. Also, you can get a, a whole new group of friends, a whole new, like, you know what I mean, people you've never met before and you're just learning new things. Yeah, just be careful that they're not a serial killer. <laughs> you know, I always think of that. And if they are, that. send it into the podcast because <laughs> yeah. we want to hear the story. We hear, well, I mean, if they're a serial killer, they'll probably be dead. Then it's probably not going to work. But no, like, obviously, like, with dating, obviously, you have to be safe and, like, always – you know, have people know where you are, just goes without saying. But I think sometimes it's good to be reminded. The world is a massive place. There's, like you said, billions of people out there. Some of them are a bit. So let's like factor it down to maybe half a billion. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I just think that like, maybe like, maybe it could have been differently. What do you say? Don't shit where you eat. Don't shit where you eat. That's basically our advice to you. And like, you know, it's obviously their worst dating story. So um, coming into work and you have to see that lady, like that would be so awkward. And also when it doesn't work out or not when, but if it doesn't work out, that's just uncomfortable. And then when you have a new partner and you like start talking about it at work and she overhears it and then she relays it back to the the guy. Or if you have to put your partner in a situation, your new partner, and then they're around people that you've dated before. Like that makes for an awkward situation. Too close to home. Yeah. Tap out. Yeah. Okay, guys, that's all we have time for on today's hotline. We want to hear from you guys. So send any story times, questions, advice or tea on any topic at all to our Instagram or to where's your head at pod at gmail.com to be featured on an episode. And our producer, Alex, will be in touch. Thank you. See you next time. Bye.